Although edited for television, tonight's thriller contains scenes of suspense and violence which may be unsuitable for young viewers. Parental discretion is advised. Stick with the Japanese animation. Welcome back to the Otaku Host Club Podcast. I, of course, am always Amelia, and I am always joined here with Jeff and Dan. Hello. Yo. Yeah, so today we have a super exciting episode about Ursei Yatsura, but... Darling. (laughs) (laughs) Darling. The darling. Um, But before that, what have y'all been doing? I've been having open trench warfare with the mice and I'll, I'll tell you I've, I've told a lot of people about how I've turned my apartment you know upside down and all the way around and yeah. I laid down eight glue traps eight poison traps and then I got four catcher traps and two poison bait boxes to still deploy for a round two <laughs> I'm, I'm all out and for all my efforts this week I only downed two mice oh, oh, he said deployed <laughs> you got your little, you got a little mice catching Gundams over there. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm just uh, like I was, I was talking with Athena and Marcus, and they were like, oh yeah, like one time we had mice really bad, and we caught like 15 mice in the first hour, and I was like, oh, shit, hour hey. in that yeah. first hour. Yeah, I guess they must have had it really bad then, because I, I was, I was gearing up for the idea that like, yeah, I'm gonna be catching like, you know, like several mice. More than two mice. Oh, I'm yeah. looking. I'm looking at the two mice that I've downed over this last week, and I'm like, "Did I overreact?" <laughs> yeah, maybe the it mice was just prob- the same mouse the entire time. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm wondering. If like maybe it wasn't actually that bad, and I just had one bad interaction Cooper. with the mice. Oh. Yeah, and then. I overreacted, but I guess it's better to overreact about something like this oh, than underreact. If it, when it comes to pests, I overreact to everything. Yeah. Get the fuck out of my house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've I've lived in a few spots where we had some really bad mice outbreaks and yeah, it was like that like the first two days we let all these traps down and call it I could have swore we caught like ten, at least ten. Right. Um, so that's what that's wild. what I was that's what I was thinking that I would so, catch a larger number than two. But but you're you're right in the fact that like you saw poop and freaked out because if there's if they're there long enough to be pooping, they're like there. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're yeah. in there. Mm-hmm. They're hanging yeah. out. You well, just, just be happy that it's not a rat infestation. Yeah. 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 That's <laughs> true. That's true. Because I don't know if you be seeing. Baltimore rats, but they're like <laughs> small cats. <laughs> I know they're fucking, they're fucking you know, like huge. like little dogs. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> they creep me out. Yeah. Um. Yeah. What else have been Any going anime? on? My parents came to visit, and as a family, we went to go see One Piece Red. Oh hell yeah! yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. 
There was, was like, a so cute, very small little child cosplaying as a One Piece character going to see One Piece Red with his family uh, when I went to go see Smile the other day, and it was so cute. Cool, cute. Yeah, I was, I was like, Mom and Dad, I want to go see a movie on Friday night. Can we go see this? Uh, but yeah, I, I grocery didn't... shopping afterwards. <laughs> no. Yeah, you should have gone grocery shopping. <laughs> no, we did not go grocery shopping. Oh. I, I remember now. Now that you mentioned it, I remember we talked about that. But Wait, yeah, that's that a missed opportunity, thing. Dan. Yeah. Well, Dad bought me a tank of gas. Oh that's hell yeah, that's kind hey. of the same thing. That's what's up. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I I I liked One Piece Red. I realized I have kind of a low opinion of movies from these large shonen franchises because they're never canon and they're never they're never like that exciting or that good. And I I get why they're never that good. Uh you know, it's it's all just part of the game of making money, you know. So they're just churning out product because they know people are going to go see it. I get it. That's all right. Uh so I, I would not advocate for someone to go see this movie on its own merits just as a great movie. Eh, it's, it's not that great. Uh, but as a fan of One Piece, I was thoroughly entertained from start to finish. They had all my favorite characters on the screen doing interesting things. Uh, they had shocking reveals and, and fascinating insights into some of the major characters. You know, you learn a little bit more about Shanks's backstory in a way that I thought was extremely interesting. Um, and One Piece is a little bit unique because they can afford, because of the way the the because of the the really uh, minute and detail oriented construction of the world, they can afford to have all these. Um, they can afford to have canon stuff and have interesting insights and interesting things happen in these. You know movies these offshoot movies you know um you know, one piece is just really well articulated and well written in that way but yeah you know stuff like uh, there's something interesting happens for usopp that was really rewarding to see these glances into shanks's character and backstory was really really rewarding you know see all your favorite characters on screen that was fun mm. so as these kind of movies go i give this a solid a and i think if you're a one piece fan it's worth going to see there was a lot of advertising for it. Golly. Like yeah. And they must Dragon Ball Z level. Yeah. And, and they must have sold bajillions of the soundtrack CD. That, I was kind of surprised. I, mean, I, I guess with the premise, you could guess that it's a really music oriented movie, but I was still surprised that a lot of screen time was spent on, you know, the, the character Uta singing pop songs and dancing around on screen. The musical. Is our is our theory correct about the musical in anime? Is it a thing? Oh, well, coincidence. Interesting that you say that. Yeah, maybe this does fit into the trend of musicals, but I I wouldn't call this movie a musical. Hmm. I mean, it, with with sing a bit of harmony, it was like, and and same with Bell, like these people are singing under contexts where maybe one wouldn't normally sing. But Uta in, in One Piece Red, Uta is holding a concert and like a solid 20 minutes of the movie is concert footage. It's Uta singing at a concert, just singing. She sings like three songs in a row right when the movie starts. Damn. And it's like, it's a lot. Yeah. Hmm. 
But I, I this, the music's good. The songs are good. You know, mm. it's, it's fine. Yeah, it's, it's quality. Yeah, I've I've been fighting to go see it. Uh, l- lack of uh, motivation. <laughs> oh, you should my, go. You should go. Yeah, I I'm gonna check to see if it's still in theaters this week. But uh, you know, Wakanda came out this weekend. Wakanda. Oh yeah, true. Yeah. Did anyone see it? No, yeah. I actually yeah. almost. Well, I couldn't see Smile in the discount theater because Wakanda bumped it out. <laughs> Damn. Oh, shit. Yeah, so I had to go see it in the nice theater. Well, that will be in theaters for at least a couple weeks, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. What about you, Jeff? What have you been watching? Yeah, I tried to just uh, immerse myself with Udisei Atsura. Um, mm. Oh, I've been watching Andor. Not uh, anime related, but <laughs> the yeah. um, Disney spinoff series Andor, which is like the prologue of uh, Rogue One, or like a prequel to, to Rogue One. Man, so live up best, to the hype. It's it's the, one of the best. Yeah, I think it's like the best series at all. Oh no shit! Okay, hmm. okay. And maybe I'm trying to watch it. In that it is like it, it's more of an interior story. Hmm. Uh, and it's not, you know, like I feel like the writing in it, it makes it feel like it's a livable world. It's like a, these people actually have a reason to live, reason to die. Like you, you like, you know what I mean? Each character seems important. Yeah. 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 And I think a lot of with star Wars, it just kind of feels tropey and uh, uh, cartoonish, you know? Hmm. Um, okay. Amelia looks like she is not pleased with that comment. Are you guys both wearing loot drip right now? Uh, yeah. That's Wait, so we're wearing cute. the same shirt. That's so cute. You, man, <laughs> oh my god, stealing guys. my style. Oh my god, <laughs> guys, stealing my style. <laughs> I feel so loved. Shirt. I feel so loved. I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> The same eyeball. I was going to say something. I totally <laughs> forgot. <laughs> I was going to re- do a reveal. Yeah. Midway. So wait, Jeff, you, do you have Disney Plus again? <laughs> yep. I got a friend's uh, account. Oh, shit. Okay. okay, okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Totally worth it. It's okay. Yeah. I, I, I can get the redhead from the gym to hook me up with her Disney Plus account. Oh, <laughs> Well, speaking of counts, you know Netflix now has uh, profiles that carry can carry over to one pro. So, like, okay, so you got like you know you're with your partner, you're sharing an account. You don't want to share all the, the uh, algorithms anymore. Like, you break up, whatever. You can take your profile with you. What? Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. And move it from one account to another. Hmm. I think this is also their way of being like, we don't want you to share your account anymore. <laughs> yeah. 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 Mm. So they introduced like a tier commercial tier now, mm. which is a little cheaper. Like Hulu. Hmm. Now, streaming really is the new cable. It is. Mm-hmm. So what, what's going to come next? What comes after streaming? We're back to gogoanime.pe. Oh, hell yeah. 
Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Back to <laughs> theclips.in. <laughs> I always watch things on Put Locker. I know. That's what I'm saying. I also watch all my shit on Put Lockers. I was watching shit on Put Locker since 2006, baby. Just kidding. Yeah, I, was, I, I, was watching, I was watching season one of Orange is the New Black on Put Lockers. I ain't paying for Netflix. <laughs> It was actually surprisingly hard to find on put lockers at that time. I really don't understand how all these companies like expect people to subscribe to every single one of the platforms that's out there. Mm. Yeah. Did you, did you ever see the viral uh, pie chart of, it was like MSNBC's monthly budget from a college student. And, no. and maybe this is something I'll have to put in the Discord. But I mean, it's it's just absolutely insane, and it, it shows a it is a good working example of of just how unbelievably out of touch and clueless so many people at, at the top of these executive chains are. And, and we we know this is true with um, with politicians, right? Like we often talk about how politicians are um, completely out of touch with reality, but. This extends to um, this extends to to private industry to to the private sector as well. You know, people at the top of these food chains are are completely out of touch with reality and what what the common person is going through. Uh, you kind of think maybe they shouldn't be because it would be in their business interest to understand their customers, but mm-hmm. you know, man, it's a whole it's a whole other world. It's a whole other. Uh, social dynamic when you're when you're all the way at the top like that when you're in the you know in the one percent or whatever so mm-hmm. um yeah I'm, I'm i will i will come circle back to this point as i as i find this uh this little infographic because it gets reposted on the internet periodically and people always tear it to shreds and it's, <laughs> it's just so so insanely oblivious to you know what the challenges of normal people are in their mm-hmm. daily lives or the McDonald's, the McDonald's one, the McDonald's made one too about, oh, your, your budget for like how you could live in a, um, you know, live on one of their entry, like, you know, basic level jobs. Like, oh, you know, it's, we can only, you know, if you make nine twenty five an hour, then, you know, this is our budget for how you would, uh, uh, survive in your daily life. Uh-huh. And it, it like didn't even it like didn't even include yeah. heat. It like didn't include utility bills. What? You know, it was like really bizarre overlook, right? But again, it's like the people making this stuff have no fucking clue. So yeah, you know, and they think, well, why why are can like, of course consumers will just you know continue to shell out more and more for streaming services with advertisements. Like oh, they don't fucking know, you know, like they're, they're not even thinking twice about it. Yeah. Kind of just going full circle. We're going to be, it's another cable, you know, cost of cable, essentially. If you keep adding on all these different costs. Um, but I guess, you know, anime, streaming anime is sort of, I want to say going in the same direction, but Crunchyroll, Sony, they uh they're at top currently. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So what about you, Amelia? What's what's on your uh Hmm. 
I haven't been watching any anime that isn't like seasonal stuff because I started a new job and I have zero time now. Yeah. That's right. You started at mom's as we were telling Cristela the other day. It's the uh, the hipster grocery store where it all the attractive people work and shop. <laughs> it is, though. <laughs> it's like a literal fashion show every day. I know. I, I gotta. I gotta get a job at Mom's. I got the time. <laughs> I can get a job at Mom's. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> hilarious. Um, but I have been kind of thinking about. I've been thinking about this for like the past week now. But I was like, oh, I gotta watch Yatsura, so I'm gonna wait on this one. But I have really been wanting to watch Free. Awatobi Swim. Oh Club. sure, sure. You know, mm. I've been thinking about it a lot recently. I'm like, I, Yo. you know, that was a big thing when I first started going to conventions was uh, free. And I was like, I've never seen it. And it's another MAPPA show. And um, MAPPA, since we're doing Chainsaw Man Weekly, um, I've been thinking about MAPPA a lot more. And, you know, mm-hmm. we do uh, another one of their shows weekly, Attack on Titan. And I kind of feel like I wanted to see kind of like what, what their older works look like, how they've evolved from the beginning to now. And if like their style choices are specifically like unique to them, or it's just like what they've evolved from, you know, Mm -hmm. because, you know, if, um, if we're talking about like the, the top animation studios, now um i feel like mappa um ufotable are pretty big and but they have pretty distinct like styles of animation you know and um i've just been curious about free i don't know should i watch it should i not watch it i would i would watch it for the podcast and talk about it christelle and i went to a panel about free at akon so oh really I'm, yeah so i'm keen it was it have was you about seen the, it? no um, okay. It was about the the female gaze within anime, okay. and, and focusing in on the uh, the woman that uh, was the showrunner for Free and also for Banana Fish and hmm. for, for Skate the Infinite. Oh, yeah. Christella, you want to be on another episode, girl? Well, she she got the meeting invitation to this episode. She could pop in at any time. Yeah, this was yeah, and be, yeah. Behind the scenes for all our listeners, we discovered this <laughs> last week that, uh, that attached to our our Zoom channel is still Christella and Matt from Otaku Melancholy. <laughs> I, I sent out, set up our meeting for our Chainsaw Man episode, and then Christella hopped on and was like, "Oh, hey, what's up? I got thirty minutes free. I can hang out." And I was like. <laughs> Did Amelia invite you or something? You know, like, wait, wait, why did I send this to the wrong person? And Christella was like, "Well, I don't know. I keep getting missed calls from you, and you know, but I'm and I'm just you keep calling and I'm never around, but I'm here mm. now." And I was like, wait. <laughs> "So that yeah. was such a pleasant surprise." I was like. I know. Would like were Dan and Christella like having a meeting before? And yeah. it's like, let me just let me just invite everybody else in now that we're done talking secretly. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was really funny. Is Christa just Matt? Matt and Christella just sitting there being like, "Why the fuck does Dan keep calling me on Zoom like week after week after week for years? Been calling me on Zoom all the time." Oh my gosh, yeah, we've been doing it for almost two years. Whoops. Yeah. 
<laughs> That's amazing. For years, he keeps calling me every Sunday afternoon, but I'm never around. Why does he keep doing it? Well, you know, he thought about uh, making, like, having a live recording so people could listen to it as we record, um, either on Discord. Mm-hmm. But I think it'd be kind of funny if we did that on Discord. Oh, that'd be sick. And Zoom. Yeah, that'd be sick. People can just like silently watch us as <laughs> yeah. we record. Yeah. That'd be sick. I'm into it. We only. should do it. Oh. <laughs> Subscribe right, to our I, Patreon. I posted in the Discord this uh this this monthly budget thing that sent the internet into a tailspin, so they say. This is supposed to be a 25-year-old guy that makes $100,000 a year, and he, he spends $600 a month in donations. What does that mean? It means he, he, out of, he, he makes nearly $3,000 a month and donates 600 of it every month. Donates to who? Uh, Me? To, uh, yeah. Hello? I don't know. Donate donates it just says donations. You can see the the graphic in in the uh our our private chat in the Discord. Uh but see that's what I'm talking about. Like news new the you know this is getting posted around by uh by uh, has, CN, uh, by CNBC. CNBC is like, oh, you know, most 25-year-olds are making around $100,000 a year, right? Like, they can totally, uh, you know, afford yeah. this this kind of budget. You know, like, their rent's only eight twenty five a month, right? No, like, no. An, a house cleaner? I'm sorry. If you're 25 years old and you have someone cleaning your own house, like, get the fuck out. Like, clean your own house. I think you're, yeah. I think you're a big boy. Okay. Let's, um, let's, yeah. Also... Internet is not twenty dollars. I know. Internet that's is not twenty dollars. Yeah, that's Inter- what I'm saying. Internet people- is at least a hundred dollars. Yeah, and that's like uh, that's like after you've gone through your promotional period. Okay, <laughs> like yeah, that's what I'm saying. These these people are you know categorically out of touch. They don't they don't have no idea what it actually costs to there's no way to live. Also, there's no way someone is spending four hundred dollars on groceries and then another two hundred and fifty dollars on on dining out. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. I've posted the McDonald's one too that I was discussing. Oh my god! It says you don't. You can't only have a McDonald's job. You have to have a second job. Yeah. Which is why I think the gig economy is such a, you know, it's, it's supplemental for these types of, you know, people who can't fucking live off of uh, minimum wage. Oh, wait, this is uh all right, there's there's a I think that's a, a fixed one. All right, I'm going to post the the original one. Literally has heating at zero dollars. So, yeah, cable and cell phone together. No, they are separate payments. They both equal over a hundred dollars. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I don't know. Well, I guess if uh, I mean your health insurance is twenty dollars a month. Yeah, like. Anyway, these these are just just examples of uh, as I'm as I say the the people on top are so categorically out of touch that of course uh, you know Elon Musk sitting there thinking people going to pay eight dollars for a verified account. I mean, I'd pay eight dollars for a verified account so I can you know cause big corporations to get their stocks to tank. But you know, let's, 
Mm. It's not what he was intending. I was just thinking about something, and I was like, this is not in any of these budget things, and it's something that people use. Oh, fucking, where, where are the student loan payments? I'd like to see that. I'd yeah. like to see that in these, okay? Yeah, Because Biden ain't helping everyone, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, truth. <laughs> anyway, y'all want to get into it? We're going to say yes so much? Yeah. Yeah, and, and I feel like Alien Girls is more your guys' thing. Well, so, you're, you're going to have to teach me a little bit about Alien Girls. When I think about Alien Girls, I think about Eureka 7 mm-hmm. and Neon Genesis Evangelion, mm-hmm. which are uh, a distinct kind of Alien Girls, like Alien Girls that lack human emotion and lack, you know, kind of a base sense of humanity, and they have to Who's learn an alien humanity. Who's an Alien Evangelion? Ray, kind of. No. He's a human. (laughs) Have you watched Evangelion yet? She's a human. Have you watched Evangelion yet? Yeah, I've watched Evangelion. (laughs) She doesn't come from another planet. (laughs) I mean, she kind of does because she's supposed to be the human uh, embodiment of Lilith. And Lilith is, you know, the, the alien. Well... This is the problem with this, with this framing of the topic, because I was thinking about it and I was like, it's, <laughs> it's sort of a, there's, there's a through line through most anime. And I think Urusei Atsura, it's not like, you know, it influenced the whole generation uh, afterwards, but like, there's no alien girl genre per se. That is true. And, oh, okay. And okay. We're- we did, you know, we did, the, we did a, uh, you know, g- girls with guns, right? And mm-hmm. it's sort of a yeah. subgenre. But I think, yeah, I think girls with uh, early in girls is perhaps a little harder to, to define. You know? Yeah. Okay. I think okay, more. I think the I and there are lots of alien girls. None of them with as much. Um, uh, like there's not as many alien girls to the genre, you know, as there are Mm. girls with guns. There are lots of girls with lots of guns. Um, But I guess in, in researching stuff about Udisei Atsura, this is more like the, um, the, the beginning of the harem instead of Mm. the beginning of alien girls. Really? Okay. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Um, Which like, I feel like around the time and into like the nineties, there were a lot of like alien um like shows. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know if that 
I, I don't think it carried itself as far as girls with guns. Hmm. But the harem genre harem definitely genre has carried yeah. Yeah. carried itself all the way through. And yeah. um, so I think, yeah, like Alien Girls was kind of like uh, off, sh- like a uh, off. What is that? What am I saying? Offsite? Offshoot? Offshoot. Hmm. Mm-hmm. In hindsight, it should have been about mm-hmm. harems and <laughs> not alien yeah. girls. Oh, well, shit, man. I've been sitting here thinking all the wrong thoughts. <laughs> yeah. And today I was like, maybe we should have made the episode title uh, Are Reproducing, Readapting Old Anime, Old Manga. Is it worth it? Is it relevant to do Ooh. so? Yeah. Because the, mean- the, the impetus was the fact that there was a new Urusei Atsura anime show, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and we wanted to talk about it because yeah. Urusei Atsura is like probably the, the anime that had the biggest influence on so many more anime mm-hmm. <laughs> after. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's important for us to talk about this kind of stuff uh, yeah. going forward as, you know, as so many new animes are coming out. And so the fandom has grown so much so that you can you can have not watched these older shows that have set up all of these tropes for every specific genre. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like it's important that we we talk about where they have come from and uh, especially when one gets readapted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So at this point, so I'm coming into Urusei Atsura totally blind. I've I've never heard of this or watched any of it beyond secondhand exposure from from you two and Steven. Mm-hmm. Um, Same. So my only exposure to Urusei Atsura is from Steven watching the OVAs and honestly, like any Takahashi work. He really loves um, Ron Mahaf. Right. Sure. That's his favorite out of the Takahashis. Um, but we also have like really, um, he also collects um, like old random v- OVA VHS. Um, mm-hmm. And we have like One Pound Gospel, which was one of her like super early works. Mm. Um, so that's, and I never watched any of it consecutively. Like I've never sat down and been like, okay, I'm going to watch Yatsura from yeah. now until the end, you know, episodes will be playing OVAs will be playing or like movies will be playing. So I've yeah. never actually like experienced it in its entirety okay. either, but I have so- seen bits and pieces. Like we were watching the only, um, only you movie last night. And I was like, I've definitely seen this before, uh, even right. though I like, don't remember like specific moments. Mm. So I've, I, uh, I'm, I'm approaching it from the ground floor. I'm 24 episodes into the original Urusei Yatsura. So I'm like 15% of the way through. Hmm. Uh, and I watched the second movie since that came up in conversation the other day. So, Beautiful yeah. Dreamer. yeah, I mean, I, and I personally, just watched it out of the importance of like, just, just mm-hmm. through reading and being like, Oh, this person, this, um, you know, character is, and, uh, well known. And like, I remember I was watched like Otaku no video and I mm-hmm. saw Lum being cosplayed. So like, I would be like, mm-hmm. all right, mm-hmm. so these are like obviously important, <laughs> uh, big characters in the eighties and nineties. Mm-hmm. So I would kind of go, go down that rabbit hole. Um, you know, and watch, and like, I've just watched it recently. It was on, uh, had to be on torrent. Unfortunately it was torrented. 
um, because it's been licensed. TV series has been licensed, but it is no longer in circulation. So you got to. Yeah. Mm-mm. And it's not on TV or any streaming service that I can find. Mm-mm. The only the only things that are on streaming are the movies mm-hmm. and the new series. Right. And that's it. So I, I have a question about the franchise. Are the, are the movies a separate continuity from the TV show? From the original TV show? I didn't mean to clear my throat in the um actually sense, <laughs> but <laughs> I just had a I just had a, a little phlegm. Yeah. Um but it's to me, I haven't seen every single movie, but to me, um, when I'm watching these movies, they seem to have specific directorial um, choices. So, like, uh, okay, each movie might not be um, like a continuation of the series or like building off of the series, but it's building off of those characters and what the director wants to put sure, into the characters. Sure. Mm-hmm. So, it's, it's got more of the old school sense of. Yeah, when and and I guess there's there's uh, I think there must be a turning point in anime, and I don't know where it is. When we look at old stuff like Captain Harlock um, and um, Galaxy Express Nine Nine Nine, and apparently Urusei Yatsura too, there's more of an emphasis on the drama of the moment, and it's not really about making sense or being consistent with plot line, but it's about how you can get you know, the, the emotion that you set up in that episode or, or the feeling that you set up uh, in these scenes, I think that's different than, you know, for example, One Piece, where, like, everything is so consistent, so, uh, you know, everything is laid out in a very intricate puzzle that clicks together. You know, everything mm-hmm. has very obvious emotion or logical through lines. And, you know, mm-hmm. Naruto, Bleach, all this stuff kind of fits in that way, too. It's not like they have no plot holes whatsoever, but in general, there's there's an orientation towards having things make sense, be consistent, keep everything on a uh, steady path. Yeah, different than I think we see with Urusei Atsura and certainly what we see with other major franchises from that time. But then you could argue you'd have the Mobile Suit Gundam franchise, the original mm-hmm. Battleship Yamato, and they have a more... Uh, you know, the world building is a lot more specific and um, yeah, it is true. I think it's more comparable to um, like things like Nana that get adapted by a studio that aren't, um, that aren't really like trying to make a one for one adaptation. They're trying to present it in a new way for a different audience. Hmm. While building off of the same like franchise. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, but I think it's super important to point out that Uritsa Yatsura doesn't have like a straight through line. Like there's oh, a general plot, but yeah. it's more built around the gags because it was a gag manga. Um, so yeah. it's more it's more in the vein of Osamatsu-san, um, which has a similar breakdown of their episodes as well. If I don't know if you guys remember, there's like I think maybe three things that happen in Osamatsu-san that are all separate like gags, mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. the same thing with Urotsuyatsura, where um, the first half is one gag and the second half is another. Right, mm-hmm. and that's and mm-hmm. that comes from 
uh, Tatsukiko Yamagami's Gakideka. Um, mm-hmm. It's a dark, violent, sexual comedy. Um, and it's like, yeah, it's like the first of its kind to influence Urusei Atsura, but as like in a manga format. So, yeah, this is, and this is like the late 1970s. Mm. Didn't that man make a, um, a manga school that she went to? Is that the same person I'm thinking about? Or is that a different person? Um, you're thinking of, of um, Kazuo Koike. Yeah, she went to yeah, she went to his school. Mm-hmm. And he yeah, yeah, and he wrote in Crying Free Man and uh, that's it. Lone yeah, Wolf yeah, yeah. and Cub. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, so she was influenced by by like darker themed series, mm-hmm. which is where the influence of um, Inuyasha came from. She wanted to do something completely different than mm. her like normal like love comedy that. She has mm-hmm. been so known for. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's, let's talk about the general premise of Urusei Yatsura. Yeah, I kind of want to talk about like w- like the significant things about it that made it so um, like well received by its audience. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, um, and I think. Not a, not too many people know, but like Mamoru Oshi is the one that like directed the first half of the series and Only You and Beautiful Dreamer. And Beautiful mm. Dreamer is where he stopped uh directing. Oh, the okay, series. okay. Um so yeah. Pretty prolific guy. <laughs> yeah. <for sure. laughs> um Yeah, so what's suggest of what? Of him? No. Uh, Dan, Dan was asking, what is the general plot idea? Yeah, well, so we uh, we have our main guy, Ataru, who's a lowbrow, horny, uh, good-for-nothing, you know, whatever, social degenerate, <laughs> shame to his family, lecherous, lazy, kind of good-for-nothing guy that Secretly is, I don't know, those parents love him and he has many friends despite all this. He's not actually such a bad guy, you know. Um, and he's got a girlfriend, cute little high school girlfriend, Shinobu, who for some reason doesn't love him anymore in the second movie, which really threw me <laughs> off, but it's okay. Um, so he's going about his business with his girlfriend while he uh, lusts after other women. Then aliens come and randomly decide that uh, they need to have a battle between Ataru of all people and the alien girl Lum, and this is going to decide the fate of the Earth. That if Lum, if so, Ataru and Lum are gonna fight. If Lum wins, then what? The Earth gets destroyed. Is that it? Basically. I think that or yeah, they're yeah. enslaved. I can't remember if it's right. Yeah, something like that. The Earth gets destroyed or they get yeah. enslaved. Uh, and if um, Ataru wins, then they don't. And they... So they fight and Ataru wins. And this is not some like big thing. This happens within like the first 10 to 15 minutes of the series. And then there's Well, Dan, 100- it does take them a week. <laughs> 
Yeah, but you know, it's uh, it, yeah. There's a hundred. There's a hundred ninety-four episodes that happen after this. You know, like it's it's not a uh, it's not it's it's the premise, but it's not like some big dramatic plot point. Anyway, he he defeats Lum in battle, and then they get married. I guess Lum they because because Ataru defeats Lum in in battle, they have to get married by the alien customs. So Ataru no. gets he um he keeps saying, "Oh, I'm going to get to marry Shinobu." Shinobu was like, "Hey, if you if you win, I'll marry you." Oh, okay, okay, okay. And okay. then he was like <laughs> shit awesome this is the last day i have to beat this girl this alien girl i'm gonna get married i want to get married and then lum mistakes that him saying that he wants to marry her oh okay yeah okay <laughs> so they he get Ataru gets sucked into this alien marriage uh, unwittingly <laughs> and then yeah he's just stuck that's the the basic idea of of urusei atsura is the the comic the comedic tension of Ataru with his relationship with his girlfriend Shinobu, but also with his relationship with his unintentional wife, alien wife Lum, mm-hmm. while also he is lusting after every other girl that he's ever seen. And also all the male characters are lusting after either Lum or Shinobu. And yeah, everyone uh, is just kind of horny in a, Playful, comedic, uh, not so explicit kind of way, and lots of funny hijinks ensue. Now, my biggest takeaway is that uh, our guy Atanaru needs to just choose one. <laughs> yeah, he's he's uh, he's being awfully selfish. Like, you know, there are many people in this world that got zero, and he got two. Like, let one he go. Has lit- <laughs> Well, he's got, he has a lot of people. Yeah, eventually he gets to about 12 characters. Oh, my God. Yeah. Granted, they don't always, you know, have the same... They don't always reciprocate the same feelings, right? Yeah. So love Octagon, you know. Characters in and out all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But but this is, the, this is not the first case of a love triangle in anime, but it's the one that popularized a love triangle mm-hmm. in an anime. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's because they had enough room to play. And uh, like when they had enough room with the anime to feel like, to be like, okay, this is what worked this time. So let's like change with the time. Let's give them what they want, you know? Mm. Yeah. Is this the first booby on TV? Uh, I don't think so. Okay, but I but it was more commonplace, I think, to have nipples. Oh, <laughs> being shown because there's no nipples in the oh. new in the new one. <laughs> there's not. They very carefully um, censor the nipples. But I, in the old one, I was like, "Wait, did I just see a nipple? I did, didn't I?" Truth. Yep. They got away with that on TV. Yeah. Times are different. I mean, <laughs> even Goku, like little Goku, uh, they animated his penis, like when he was naked. They and did animate his so, penis. So, I mean, do <laughs> a nipple, press, you gotta do, do, a, do a little t- yeah, do a pee-pee. baby penis. <laughs> yeah, you got Shin, Shin, Chang, Shin Chang got a little pee-pee. Oh, yeah, Shin Chang's got a little uh, pee-pee, yeah. too. <laughs> Shin Chan pee-pee. <laughs> 
So do you guys, do you guys like Lum or Shinobu more? Ah, uh, Lum. Yeah, it's obvious. That's. I mean, that's an <laughs> obvious question. I would. I would pick Shinobu personally. Oh my god! Of course you yeah. would. Okay. Of course you would. Well, the second movie really drove that home. Shinobu is like she knows how to cook. She's like. Oh my god! Yeah, Just she give her like a set would, of glasses. She seems like she would be a good partner. Just give her a set of glasses. <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> yeah, she seems like she would be a good partner, and Lum is like, yeah, you know, Lum. Lum is so about, much fun. What do you mean? Well, there's a lot of things that are fun about Lum, but I don't know. I think. Uh, How do you like power and not like Lum? It's not that I don't like Lum. Oh, it's, okay. a, it's that when I when I look at Lum and Shinobu and I'm thinking, which one would I want to spend my life with? It's like, yeah, Shinobu. An exotic alien. Seem- and a tiger bikini with cute little horns. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I, I suppose <laughs> in, in real, what are my real life tastes? Like, yeah, I'd probably go after Lum, but... The logical part of me says that Shinobu seems a little bit more emotionally empathetic and better at the practical day-to-day mechanics and of of life and of relationships in general. It's probably a, a better partner, but uh, yeah, maybe I would chase after the the exoticness, the excitement of mm-hmm. Lum. Hmm. Okay. Well, I, you know, I, was, <laughs> I jumped around a bit uh, and I wanted to see, like, kind of like watch some episodes in the middle. Uh, so I watched mm-hmm. 114 and it's about a kind of like a tournament of who's the best girl of, mm-hmm. of the school. It was a mm-hmm. waifu war. So yeah. Won? Yeah. This is like won the, the waifu war. First waifu war happening right now. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> you know, I. Uh, Shit, I don't. I think the whole gag was that there was it. You know, it came down to like Lum. Uh, mm-hmm. No, it was like four. It was four characters, and I don't think they decided. I don't think they really decided on the on the on who was best. I have yeah, to rewatch. Each girl, it, prob- each girl probably got like their little moment to shine, and then Ataru was probably yeah. like, "Ooh, you're so hot," and then Lum was probably like, eh, "Stop looking at her." <laughs> You're mine. Mm-hmm. And then- <laughs> yeah, there's a ton of characters, and I have not memorized all of them. But I do remember Ron was one of them. And yeah, even Rianosuke. Yeah. Even 24 episodes in, they're still introducing new characters. So many fucking characters. So yeah. many. I mean, the show's so long. Yeah. 195 episodes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, and originally... It was a one shot. It wasn't even about Lum mm. at all. It was a one really? shot. Yeah. And it, I didn't um, know that. that's why the first like 10 chapters of the manga are different than the rest because she like had to like hone in onto the style of Udaseyatsura, you know? Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Where was I going with that? The characters. There's so many oh, of them. There's so many. <laughs> um, and originally it wasn't even supposed to be about Lum. Lum just like took the reader's hearts. Yeah. And I wonder, I wonder what it. the original premise was then or the original uh, path that, that she envisioned. I definitely think it was about Ataru, but are you referring to the manga that the manga that yeah. she was writing? Yeah. So the one off was um, these selfish aliens. Yeah. It's 32 page long. 
It won an award, right? Yeah, alien abduction story. Mm. Um, and it was, I think, uh, from what I was reading, it was it was based off a Japanese science fiction novel. Uh, but I don't know. It's like, I guess, yeah, if you like run with what's popular, what's going to work. And this was being publicized. This was in Weekly Shonen Sunday. So like to what Noya was saying, like, all right, so Lum is the more primary character. People like that character. Let's let's use her. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that was in the that was in the late seventies, um, and then the TV started in eighty one, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think for it has. It has a 70s vibe. It does. It, it really does. <laughs> it definitely doesn't. When mm-hmm. I think of Odyssey Yatsar, I definitely don't think 80s. Do you think... So here's my big question. Do y'all think that it holds up? Like the first mm-hmm. the first iteration, Womoroshi is directing... Um, it's Kitty Kitty Studios. I was I was literally shocked about it being Kitty Studios. Honestly, mm. I was mm. like, "Damn, how shit? How shit? We talking about Kitty Studios and our music thing, and now we talking about them doing anime? We smart or something? <laughs> 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 we planned that." <laughs> yeah, and Kitty Kitty Films was just like a a film production company. They didn't even do over. anime, right? No, not until Urusei Atsura. Shit. Mm. Mm. Pop their little anime cherry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Do I think it holds up? I don't know. Um, I feel like the jokes in it are timeless. They're not like specifically uh, like Japanese. They're not maybe a little bit, but they're not like specific to a time period, you know? It's like getting lost mm. in a in a cave, you know, yeah. going on a hike and being scared or like, you know, stuff like that. Like the actual gags themselves. Yeah. So I feel like, you know, you can modernize like the the core basic of the gag, you know. Mm. Do you think the like visuals though hold up? I mean, I'm not, and um, not yes. so much the movies, but like you know the, the the actual series. Yeah, the TV series. I don't know. I think it does. It, it doesn't old. doesn't look. I mean, yeah, it, it it looks older than current anime, but it, it doesn't. I don't look at it like. Um, I mean, it's it's not it's not like you're watching original Gundam or Shida no Joe or something. You know, like it looks fine, looks good. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, the characters go off models so frequently. Yeah. It's ho- Isn't that the- just part of the comedy? Maybe I just don't I have don't a good eye so. for it. It works, but yeah. it's very amateurish. Mm. Yeah. I mean, even compared to like Ashitana Joe, which is fairly consistent. Well, <laughs> there's some wild ass things <laughs> in that show, <laughs> but uh, pretty consistent. <laughs> mm. Honestly, out of everything Udisei Yatsura, I like the um, color illustrations the best. That's my mm. favorite. And mm. like the older panels um, where it'll be like Lum in the middle 
and mm-hmm. all of the things that are happening around her. It'll be like central to like a character and then like all mm-hmm. the panels will be around her. Um, stuff like that. I don't mm. know if I, the anime is okay. You know what I mean? It's just like, it's okay. Yeah. I've, I've enjoyed it, but I gotta say, uh, yeah, I mean, it's good. It, it, it doesn't really resonate with me per se, but I, I see the appeal, you know, I get mm-hmm. it. Uh, but I, I'll also say that I, I normally watch this before I go to sleep and it, it, I don't, I don't normally make it through the, uh, the whole episode. Mm-hmm. But I don't, uh, I don't go back and rewatch it because there's no central plot. I'm not missing anything. It's kind of like mm-hmm. whether I'm, sometimes I make it five minutes, sometimes I make it fifteen minutes, sometimes I even make it twenty five minutes. I just watch as much as I can manage until I fall asleep, and then mm-hmm. you know that's it. And up until like Inuyasha, I feel like that's like how I've experienced her work is just putting really? an episode on. Mm-hmm. Oh sure, sure, sure. You know, here I, yeah, I've, not like super paying attention to it, but like watching it when I can. You know, well, because I'll, I'll say Masani Koku, which I've watched twice now, because <laughs> this podcast could remember. Thank you for your service, Daniel. <laughs> um, Real hero, but right here. Uh, yeah, Masani Koku is is the opposite for me in that kind of way. Like that, that's one where I feel like I could watch multiple episodes in a row and be thoroughly engaged the whole way through and i i think part of that is because meisani koku has a stronger central plot line that carries mm-hmm. it along and part of it is that i'm i'm just more interested in the because i get that meisani koku is supposed to be funny but it's it's the romantic part of it that resonates with me that keeps me going mm-hmm. and you would say it sort of doesn't really have any romance to it per se yeah, it's more gag, more gag com- mm-hmm. comedy than anything else. Yeah. I mean, I his his relationships with Shinobu and, and Lum are not growing or anything. They're not really deepening mm-hmm. at any point. Mm-hmm. The, he's got the same You've relationship. You've got to get real into the thick of it before that happens. Oh, yeah. And it's not even like it happens. You know, it's just like... <laughs> <laughs> there'll be like one episode of like oh my god they they're different they've changed and then it goes well, right back yeah to the is that thing. is that what i'm is yeah is that what i'm supposed to get out of the second movie when um otaru proclaims that he he loves lum in addition to every other girl in the world <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah exactly it's just it's just a continuous cycle infinite cycle mm-hmm. and i i really i greatly enjoyed that second movie i thought it was way better than than the TV show that, that part of it, it did make me wonder if it was supposed to be a different continuity because Shinobu doesn't seem Shinobu's up on, on Mendo. He's not, up, she's not up on Ataru. Mm-hmm. Then that, that threw me for a loop. I think that was a very tumultuous time for the franchise. Yeah. Cause that, well, this, that movie, the yeah, beautiful dreamer movie is trippy and it's, it's pretty uh, philosophically interesting and, and it's mm-hmm. a bit more cerebral. Um, you know, I could tell Matt watching it. I didn't necessarily like my first thought in a vacuum would not be, wow, clearly this is the work of Mamoru Ushi, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, not really. But since I already knew that going into it, it did make me feel like the movie lent itself to the kinds of, uh, higher level thinking and artistic metaphor and his sense of 
space and setting. You know, I'm thinking of the scene when Mendo and Ataru are driving and they have these long pauses where they're at a, a stoplight and they're just like sitting within the city. And to me, that, that emphasis on setting and landscape as it creates atmosphere was very reminiscent of Oshi's work in Ghost in the Shell movie. Mm. In the Pat Labor 2 movie, too, sure. with yeah. The yeah, truth. driving in the cop, you know, the car, uh, through different tunnels and sort of this long, yeah. drawn-out conversation, long these long yeah. takes, as it were. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't think... I don't think um, Takahashi was angry at <laughs> at Oshi, but I, I don't think she I was think... <laughs> thrilled. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they saw eye to eye. Yeah, on mm. the, the direction of the movie. Oh, I can understand that because the second movie isn't funny. Yeah, not really. Yeah, <laughs> it's not funny. At that's, all. that's that's basically why I liked it. Why I thought it was better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, the 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 funniest part of it was that they had a that they straight up had a Nazi cafe for their high school <laughs> festival, which was seriously like, whoa, this is this is some Japan to USA cultural difference right here. Like, I I get it. You guys were allied with Nazi Germany, so yeah, that's your team, huh? Third Reich cafe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I did want to point out that um, Odisei Yatsura was the first anime to k- continuously put out different OPs and EDs mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. of Kitty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. And that's why we have so many OPs and EDs now. Yeah, we we, brought, we mm-hmm. talked about that in our um, anime theme songs episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even in our panel, um, because yeah, without <laughs> without this show, yeah, exactly, we wouldn't have the singles, the uh, visual calendar, visual albums. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's crazy. Is it? Yeah. I mean, I That's guess wild, especially to like think of that like while you're watching the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, and I guess. To uh, to speak to that a little bit, think of Captain Harlock. You know, this is like a hundred plus episodes. It's got the exact same OP the whole way through. <laughs> the boring. Yeah, that, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I didn't really consider just how uh, revolutionary important that that could be. But yeah, that that definitely changes your your sense of um, how anime resonates with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I have a Urusei Atsura album that it's. It's a fucking like jazz ensemble covering the 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 OST. It's like why? Who wanted this? Apparently, I do because I bought the damn thing. <laughs> mm. Yeah, ridiculous. So it, it when I was thinking about as I was watching the beautiful beautiful dream movie, you know what what would your guys' dream be? You know, we saw all the characters' various dreams, the uh, the life, their fan, mm-hmm. fantasy life that they want to live. Mm-hmm. Um, what would your guys' dream be that you couldn't wake up from? Probably uh, a 
kind of like Takahashi's life because she is a prolific manga artist that still, even to this day, like gets to draw every single day, Mm. you know? And that's like something that I've always strived to do because that's like what I like to do. Mm. So that would probably be the dream that I would not be able to wake up from. Successful manga artist. Yeah. Like, I guess not manga artist, but like just being able to make money off of my art Mm. every day. Not have to do a nine to five kind of situation. Mm. Yeah. Lums was just to continue her existence around everyone, right? Around the school. Yeah, to just keep hanging out with everybody. Yeah, because, like, I, mean, I don't know, her her planet seems kind of lonely. <laughs> I don't know. Well, it's, it's a little bit, you know. It's, it's exotic. It's, We're exotic to her. Yeah. It's a little bit, uh, it's a little bit monogatari-esque, you know. It's like oh. not a single person left in the city except you and the ones you immediately care the most about. Oh, sick. Maybe. Oh, sick. <laughs> That is also not your typical harem show. Yeah, truth. Oh, it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if it's based in like reality, then yeah, it would be the otaku answer would be going to Otakon. I was about to say repeat. anime convention every day. <laughs> you never have to leave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like being like a rock star for. You know, in a dream. Could be kind of cool. Yeah, Hell definitely. Yeah. You know? Definitely. Touring yeah. all the time. You know, fancy dinners. <laughs> being on late night TV. I was about to say lots of drugs. <laughs> drugs and rock and roll. <laughs> Sex. Mm-hmm. What about oh. yours, Dan? Because you asked the question, yeah, so I know no. you thought about it. <laughs> he's yeah. got a, an essay. He's right got an, an essay. Do you have a thesis? <laughs> no, I. Uh, my my dream would be. Uh, yeah. Oh no. I mean, it's, I, I feel I feel it's sad. Gonna sad. I know. <laughs> it's gonna be sad. <laughs> feel, Don't say I feel, it. I feel I feel like a worm. Don't but, sadden our listeners. Yeah. This well, is a happy episode. Yeah. <laughs> it's about my, a gag manga, so. My dream would would just be to uh, to have the the right lum in my life, and we just do fun stuff all the time. Oh, your little darling! Yeah, mm. that's cute. That's yeah, yeah uh, it's funny about lum and some of these characters. It's like they're always teetering on the on the balance. Like, there's nothing dirty about lums. Sexiness, quote unquote. <laughs> but uh, she is half naked. <laughs> yeah, but it kind of goes. Yeah, right. Exactly. But it's there's, <laughs> it ties in with the whole uh, Lita sort of moe uh, mm. trope, being like this obsession with purity. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, oh my like, gosh! They, uh, they never, they never go through. They never actually have sex. They barely actually, kiss. <laughs> um, I'm really glad you brought that up because. That was like one of the things that um, kind of like propelled the the like what do you call it fandom of Lum and Urasayatsuru because 
fans got into wars over um, like doujinshis and like people sexualizing her and how she wasn't supposed to be sexualized because of how pure she was. <laughs> mm, mm. Uh, I suppose I don't think of any of the, like all this stuff strikes me as being quite horny, but it's not sexually explicit. And right. I think that's because a lot of the staff and obviously clearly the um, the writer were female, and it was more about um, uh, who was who was oh, animating it. And sure, interesting. That's I feel like why they butted heads um, during the Beautiful Dreamer movie, right? And maybe maybe this ties us back to talking about free before we started recording. Hmm. <laughs> you know the, uh, the the how much of a difference it makes to have women behind the camera, you know, and the female gaze compared to the male yeah. gaze. So I found um, a picture of Lum fan art that came with a message that they published in um, one of the anime magazines of the time. Um, and I found the message really funny. Um, so uh, do you guys mind if I read it? Mm-hmm. Go for it. Okay. I'll put I'll post the picture and the the like translation in the discord by the time this episode comes out. But OK, so among the fans, there have been people defiling Lum Chan. It's truly saddening. <laughs> I've read in a magazine that some mangaka is making dirty parodies, that people are making dirty plastic models or games where you strip Lum Chan. This is absolutely outrageous. How dare they look at our pure Lum Chan with such dirty eyes? That makes me mad. Lum is our ideal goddess. For me, to defile Lum is to be truly evil. There's no way that people like me who Mm. innocently love Lum Chan can just stand by and watch. The worst is that things like that are increasing. I want them to stop. Stop it. Perversion is forbidden. (laughs) Hmm. so that's how like (laughs) that's deep shit (laughs) (laughs) like this person is definitely thinks they are married to lum (laughs) yeah it strikes me as really weird to worry about what other people are doing so i'm I'm looking at this like (laughs) you've got some kind of mental like you got you got emotional problem that's that's playing out and your focus on other people's <laughs> behavior. You should turn that focus yeah. inwards and find some inner peace in yourself. You know, some <laughs> reflection. But you had like those lum otaku or it was say as your otaku. Then you also just had like your average, you know, fan of the comic or whatever watching the show. Right. It was just like, I don't give two shits. About what happens to Lum. <laughs> yeah, so the way you phrase that makes me think of uh, that um, that meme where it's like uh, a- average Lum fanboy, and it's the guy, the little kid, like, <laughs> and then the other the other panel is like you know Chad Chad anime viewer, and it's the uh, you know the really hot guy. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Man, I feel like it's a chainsaw man is at the moment with, uh, with Makima. <laughs> kind of though. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I, so I I find these categorically different, to be honest. Mm. Oh, uh, <laughs> there's, sorry. There's, well, there's, sorry. 
I disagree. <laughs> well, there's like the people that hate her, and then like the people that like want. Her oh yeah, to sure, sure, sure. Want her to chain them up. You know? Sorry, I was I was thinking of the relative horniness because I Uh-oh. I uh, like Urusei Atsura. Sorry, I was I was off topic for some reason. Mm. Urusei Atsura horny, but in this. Uh, Kind of jovial way, or this like very innocent horniness. Oh, James, Chainsaw it. Man Mm-mm. is horny. Is also horny without being sexually explicit. But mm-hmm. I, I find it way I don't more. Know. It's pretty sexually explicit. Well, yeah, exactly. You know, it's like oh, okay. It, it's, All right, we're on the same. More, uh, mm. more charged. It's less, less innocent oh. than uh, Urusei Atsura. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just thinking about it. They're both they're both horny without being explicit, but Urusei Yatsura is very innocent about it. Chainsaw mm-hmm. Man, not very innocent. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I also found Sakura the uh, temple what priestess or uh, watcher. I forget the name of the actual um yeah, the older girl. Role. Yeah, but she's also school a school nurse. nurse. Yeah, and I was like, "How many times have I seen students go to the nurse just because they, they got the hots for the nurse?" And there's nothing <laughs> wrong with them at all. They just want to see the nurse, hmm. Sakura. Nurses are usually milfs, you know. Mm, mm-hmm. Just saying. Hmm. hmm. Yeah. Right. I mean, Mike is a nurse. Oh, is he a DILF? <laughs> <laughs> I can see it. <laughs> Does he work at a school? No, at uh, mm. Mayo, Mayo Clinic. Mm. Yeah, oh. I feel like I feel like my elementary school nurse was all the boys, little boys liked her. Hmm. I have no memory of my school nurses whatsoever. Never went to a school nurse. Oh, you never got sick. You ever just like wanted to go home and be like, I'm sick. I'm sick. But, you know, you're kind of fibbing. <laughs> it never happened to you? No. Okay. Really? Oh. Not even once? Uh, even I, a very straight laced student, <laughs> did that. Uh, no. I wanted it. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I, I, as, as you say this, I'm like, I, I, why would I ever lie? I don't, I don't. <laughs> because sometimes you want to go over to your Uncle Dudley's house yeah. and you want him to make you a grilled cheese and tomato soup and watch Jerry Springer all afternoon. I mean, it sounds sick. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's, I don't know. You should just leave. You don't got to lie about it. They're not going to let you leave. Uh, yeah, I know. Man. You yeah, have to lie about I know. it. I know. Yeah. You have to say, <laughs> Yeah, can pick me up. (laughs) Oh, I pulled I pulled a little bit of this at work, you know, because my fucking dumbass job was so stuck in reg tape and my my absentee bosses. I never actually do anything. But finally, I got busted. The uh, I woke up and I had text messages on my phone from my supervisor like, oh, if you're not if you're not in, you know, quote, in the office, you should block the time off on your calendar. And I was like, oh, shit. And I oh, got onto sick. my computer and my other boss had emailed me several times and tech support people 
trying to get in, in touch with me and all this shit was going down and they were like, we, and I was like, Oh, sorry. I had a doctor's appointment this morning and I like didn't block the time off of my calendar. Cause it wasn't something we really did at BLS, blah, blah, blah. And, and yeah. it was like, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I just sleep until noon every day. I only, I like barely check my email. It's the first time anybody's ever tried to get a hold of me, you know? Hmm. Damn. But I lied. I, I lied. Oh, I shit. Mean, I don't know if Busty. they uh, knew I was lying. Yeah, I was like, oh, sorry. Oh I totally God. had a doctor's appointment this morning. I had to renew my blood pressure meds. They bought it? I don't know. I didn't get in trouble. <laughs> so <laughs> It's going on your report, Dan. Yeah, it's yeah. your permanent report. Okay. Yeah. It's going in your permanent yeah. file. Your yearly review is in, is in trouble. <laughs> So, the new, or did it say Yatsura? Mm-hmm. How do we feel about it? Um, I was not laughing as much. I, I found that the, the comedy was, uh, it didn't land as well. It didn't seem as adult in terms of like the uh, jokes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. There's there there's a lot of subtext in the original that didn't come across in this new version. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, even just like the parents, their comments back and forth. Uh, you know, like uh, I, mean, they, I mean, I think they say multiple times. You know, Tara, I should have never had you. The mom will say this. Mm-hmm. You know, things like that. Mm. The mom was pretty naggy. <laughs> mm. In the new one. In all of them. No. The- <laughs> like like mom, calm the fuck down. <laughs> You're not I don't fi- I don't I don't find her funny or like I don't like it. I don't like her. <laughs> Can you calm down? This dad's just trying to read his newspaper. It's Sunday, like chill the fuck out, ma'am. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um I like the animation. I think she looks really cute. I love the opening um, sequence and the opening song because it like pulls from like manga panels. She like jumps out of like the manga panels into the screen. Um, But I'm just going to say this here and now. I don't like gag anime. So (laughs) Mm. As, as a whole, as a whole. Not too much of a fan. I found it really hard to like, I watched like three episodes. Um, I watched the first episode and then I watched like three, four and five, like back to back. And I was like, damn, I don't know if I can watch another episode. This is too much at one time kind of mm-hmm. thing. I feel, I feel like it's definitely a, a weekly kind of watch, but I feel like that's how I've always experienced it as just like an episode at a time, uh, a gag here and there, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that even goes with that. Uh, what was the anime we watched for the Moe episode? Um, it was a newer one with the three girls in the. Uh, Asobi Asoba or whatever it was called. Yeah. yeah. Asobase. Asobi Asobase. Yeah. Asobuse, buse, yeah. Buse. Asobuse, yeah buse. Which was fucking hilarious. Yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah. That one took a while to grow on me. You know what? I'm I'm even gonna I'm gonna jump on my anime list right now and give that a nine out of ten. Oh, oh my damn. god! 
Damn, that's too high. You'd be giving them out too okay, I'll, frequently. I'll, now. I'll give it an eight out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> eight out of ten. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was laughing a bunch in that show, and as well as the as the original. I don't know. I just something about the way it lands. It's quick. It's quick firing. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, yeah. I, did have you watched any of the new the new series, Dan? No, I was not able to get it, squeeze it in there. I watched Beautiful Dreamer instead. Mm. I really love seeing Lum in all of the newer style outfits. Mm. Like, she is yeah. just a hot piece of ass. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> She's just so cute in every single outfit. Like, um, I like don't understand why my brain likes her so much you know what i mean hmm. she's got the moe the moe factor she does and i'm you know what i'm trying to look her up what's her name um agnes lum that's who she's uh modeled after hmm. i'm looking her up hmm. some china a chinese hawaiian uh singer swimsuit model i think or model, oh, just maybe swim? just model, mm. yeah. Mm. But yeah, her because I'm like, her figure. who is this girl? <laughs> She's also She's rocking uh, the Onizuka Tigers in episode three. Ooh, yeah, they've they've got a collab with the shoe brand. Um, if you remember oh, this, shit. yeah, they had a hoodie, that shoes. Wait, long wait, you a- posted this. You posted this, right? Yeah, yeah. Lum is supposed to be modeled after Agnes Lum? Yeah. They don't look alike. <laughs> well, I think her idleness, the idol factor. Oh, okay. I don't know. She's pretty cute. She's got the black hair like uh, that. Agnes, Agnes Lum is fucking hot, apparently. I'm looking at Google Images. Okay, like, you know what? Lord, she's if you hot. don't think... I'm, putting, I'm, post, I'm posting this shit in the Discord because if you don't think this woman is looks like Lum... I got a side by side for you. Yeah, yeah it's a web. Dang it, it's a web dot a dot web p. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I hate those. Hmm. You know what's even proven. stranger about? I was about looking this. at that picture too. That's what made me say they don't look alike. That not what. Her, their boob size is exactly the same. Oh, the boobs are the only thing that look alike, in my opinion. Well, you know, if that girl could just like color her hair a little bit, you know, and then get a little oni horns, horns happening. Horns. Yeah, she's hot. I I agree that she's hot. I, I guess uh, you know when I think of like the Saul Goodman Titan, like now that that is an anime character that looks like its real life counterpart. But Lum looks like a relatively generic anime girl. Whoa. Agnes Lum. Excuse me? Dan. Dan. Take a step back. Literally. (laughs) Back it up. Okay. You were talking about the waifu right now? I don't know if you know this. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, maybe maybe she was the... uh, starting point for how anime girls are supposed to look but yeah she looked she looks like 
a normal anime girl. Hmm. And Agnes Lum, I don't know, looks like a normal, attractive woman to me. Uh, maybe it's because there's not enough, like, um, uh, distinctive features that, that are really mm. leaping out at me for either of them. Yeah. You know, going back to our uh, iconic anime characters, right? Lum scored pretty low on her identity, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if that's going to yeah. change because of the new series. Yeah. Oh, well, that's an interesting question. That's an interesting question. You'd think that uh, it would get better. Mm-hmm. I think so. I think the new series is a great starting point for anyone that was like curious about this character because it makes it way more accessible. Hmm. Yeah, for sure. And uh, my my biggest issue, I think it's more accessible, but does it fall does it do enough with adding pop culture that's current? Like it feels like mm. it is still set place in the 80s. Mm. Uh I mean their fashion does change, but for the most part it's kind of retro-y. Yeah, I mean you know? they didn't they don't have cell phones yet. <laughs> they still have rotary phones. Right. Imagine like Atara getting shocked through his phone because he's looking at, I don't know, some other girl and he's texting someone else. So cool, actually. <laughs> okay. So okay, so going into this and going into the new the new thing, I was like, it would be cool if they did like a one for one manga anime, but like made it less about like i don't know like getting every single gag in because i know in the original run of the series they were trying to the reason why they did in two separate things is to fit the gag into a specific amount of time and so i felt Mm -hmm. like if they like broke down that like constraint and presented more of a like a, a linear story with all of the gags i felt like that would be peak because then people could follow along every week there would be an overarching plot but then you would also get the comedy and the gag Mm -hmm. um but it kind of seems like they're just doing the same thing over again yeah yeah i don't know if we ever mentioned that that yeah if you go back and watch the first i think it's the first 20 episodes are broken into like an a and b uh, segment and and it's like much more chaotic in that way Mm -hmm. which i like that (laughs) <laughs> I, but yeah yeah to your point it's like does it feel do people are people going to be upset that there's the there is no final love uh yeah conclusion we're, comple- we're completionists yeah. in this day and age like we want to see the full circle story yeah that's true <laughs> you know i think it's supposed to be 40 episodes like 44 or something like that adapted and so i wonder if they're going to adapt you know the entire manga in that period where they're just choosing certain stories mm. and then making it a complete story. Mm. Are they going to stop and just, yeah. And stop in the middle somewhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Who knows? Yeah. It's funny. Uh, Mendo's introduction in the new one, uh, it's like vastly different. <laughs> mm. mm-hmm. 
in this version, he appears by like dropping in by a vehicle as a transfer student. Um, and then in the original, he just appears under the floorboards of a, of a tire's house. <laughs> and then they like, they try to explain it by them going like, Oh, they went back in the time and to the hay in period and took, took, took him from that. Period. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> or like, and there's like an Ataru that's, you know, the same exact way as the, the, the now Otaru in the eighties, <laughs> like his lineage is, hasn't changed over hundreds <laughs> of years. It's, 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 it's like that, that. That's what I like, you know, it, mm. just the, the chaos of that. And it doesn't mm. have to make sense, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. When you explain it, it sounds way funnier than when I'm watching it. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's funny. I would like that. That sounds funny. And then I watch it yeah. and I'm like, I'm not laughing. So you're saying our Patreon content should be Jeff narrating Urusei Yatsura episodes. <laughs> that actually. Funny. Yeah. yeah. Describe, describe what's happening <laughs> on screen to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean even with kurama we meet kurama already in uh mm-hmm. the new series right that was quick yeah yeah they're like fucking on a hike and they split up in these tunnels and they set off a rocket that that was totally random in my opinion they yeah. what, they bump into it <laughs> like what happened like, it shoots off and then lands yeah, yeah they like literally bump into the backside of the rocket Hmm. And uh, it shoots out from the side of the like mountain or whatever that they're in. And there's a princess in it. Mm-hmm. Very, uh, and they changed, of, they changed her hair color. Yeah. Yeah, they did. She looks cute as fuck. I did really like the, um, there's like a, a still shot that looks like an old drawn like manga scene, but colored. I, I really liked that. I thought it was mm. cool. But yeah, I was like, she's pink haired now. Okay. Her outfit's a little different. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the eighties version, she just falls from the sky. Basically. She just lands like an alien, like a UFO. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's fucking, uh, crows are kind of, they're kind of funny. The little crow people. Oh, mm. and they have like the old, the old, uh, I don't know, maybe it's Hayan period. I don't know what it is, but like, you know, the old uh, customary clothing. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, she tries to convert Ataru in the 80s version. So he's like, if I can make him more feminine, it will change him. He'll be less of a fucking, <laughs> you know, <laughs> misogynist piece of shit. <laughs> and then, yet he's still, he's like, he acts like really feminine, but he's still grabs onto her leg <laughs> tries to like lick lick her leg I just thought it was kind of funny because yeah gender doesn't necessarily change your sexual preference does it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. radical right <laughs> who would have thought <laughs> but yeah I'm on episode four I think of the new series mm-hmm. right there's five out now yeah. As of the, what is it, November the 13th? 13th, yes. Yeah. Are you going to keep watching? I feel like I want to. Not that I have, like, seen all of these episodes previously, but I'm in it, you know? 
Hmm. Definitely not going to binge it anymore because hmm. I, I already know that does not work for me and like gag anything. But. Hmm. So. Defining tropes, right? For this show. Okay. Mm-hmm. Male protagonists. Like shit stain male protagonist. Yeah. <laughs> oh, male protagonist is, is like an everyman. You know, it's like any, any generic guy. He's not particularly exceptional. He's not uh, so hunky or so skilled or so mm-hmm. special born mm-hmm. in any particular way. He's just a average dude. Mm-hmm. Get your female protagonist who loves his character, but you know, the the man does not always return the feelings. Mm-hmm. Seen that a million times. Mm-hmm. Then you got the childhood friend, and then you got the you know results in the love triangle. Bam, harem, mm-hmm. harem. But then you got to add the guy who likes the childhood friend <laughs> into it yes. to yes. create a love polygon. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Or in the case of only you. Uh, childhood person you meet randomly who's an <laughs> alien that just happens to be visiting from another planet. I'm like, how many aliens be visiting this boy when he's a child? Like, <laughs> like, come on. There can't be that many aliens out there. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, and of course this childhood uh, alien friend is keeping the male crushes that she has, which is 100,000 of these men in like Cairo, you know, Star Wars. <laughs> Yo, cryo containers. Yeah, yeah. I was like, girl, now you just showing off. Okay. I don't believe that. I don't a hundred no, a hundred thousand? Uh-uh. <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah. Hmm. So what are your uh, closing what should people get out of this? Like should they should they go watch the original? <laughs> should they go watch the new show? Hmm. I think I think you'd be you'd be best off watching the six movies. Should have should have approached it like a um, Garden of Roses scenario where you just watch mm. watch one of the movies every day for a week. And I, I say that having only seen one of the movies. I mean, Urusei Atsura is a big franchise. It's, it's a lot to tackle. I am going to get through all 195 episodes of the original. My intention. It is a lot to tackle. Yeah, but I, I th- I'm i not convinced that getting through the, the episodic slog of endless gags of the original is really like required in some way. But yeah. it sounds like the new one isn't like necessarily that great either or like is is not I mean, you guys seem like you have kind of a lukewarm uh, feeling about the new one in comparison about to the old one so i wonder if you get through the movies you probably get enough of you know like in my opinion the best of urusei atsuru which is the oshi style cerebral stuff and then also get some of the some flair for the characters and and the gags and, and the tensions you know throughout all the movies I think definitely movies are the way to go or OVAs. I don't necessarily think that people need to experience uh, the original series to be a fan of the series, but I would 
I would maybe suggest watching each episode like uh, in sequence. So watch the first old episode, then the new first episode, old second episode, new one, Mm. because then you can kind of like compare and contrast like how the characters have evolved from the beginning of all of these tropes that you see in anime to now and what they're doing with it now. Cause I do think it has merit now as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but to, to be like gatekeepy about like, about watching, you need to watch the series. You need to w- f- like watch everything before you watch the new one. I don't feel like that's mm-hmm. true. Yeah. But I, feel I don't like, think that's true. Yeah. But I don't feel like, um, you should like just disregard where it came from and mm-hmm. the older and the older stuff because I do think that has a ton of merit in and of itself. Mm. Yeah, because there's plenty of fans that just won't, but they won't budge on anything older than 2000. Even mm-hmm. like you know, ten years ago is old now. Mm-hmm. Whatever mm-hmm. came out a decade ago is old. So like jumping forty years in the past, maybe a stretch. Mm for a few um so yeah i guess in that with that being said like the new series is the way to go it's the way to to dive in um but yeah then you get like you know kind of going back to our original idea of what's uh, alien girls in anime or this sort of this tropes being passed along you get tenchi muyo in the 90s mm-hmm. uh only guy teacher in the 2000s mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. talked a little bit about gintama i don't think really we're huge fans of that series but to love rue i, I love that series yeah. i love it <laughs> i don't care if i'm a 12 year old boy um, about that opinion <laughs> i love it okay love i love it i love it hmm <laughs> Um, if you want another anime character that's kind of like Lum, but not that says Darling all the time, you can watch Darling in the Franks because the amount of times the girl says Darling, I'm like, okay, I see where it came from now. Yeah. Hey, I get it. I, I didn't consider that, but yeah, the uh, the redhead in Darling in the Franks really is a, uh, borrows a lot from Lum, huh? Mm-hmm. Does Oscar say it? Doesn't Oscar say it? Does Oscar say it? I will have to fact check that one. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe she, uh, maybe she says it to, if she says it, I think it would be to, um, Misato's boyfriend. What's his name? Kaji. Oh, Kaji. Kaji. Yeah. Says it to Kaji on the aircraft carrier. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That would be my guess. For now, we'll say it happened. It happened. But like, I love Lum. All aspects, new and old. So cute. Mm. Very fashion forward. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. like that cheetah print? I like, and like she's wearing like really cool outfits in this yeah. new one. Like besides the cheetah print, like in the, in the OP, I'm like, I want to see her in all these like, in all these like cute <laughs> new styled outfits that are like also 80s and 90s inspired, you know? <laughs> You're going to go out and buy the Onizuka Tigers? Kind of. As soon as you said that, I was like, oh, my gosh. I used to, ha- I used to have a, the like the Bruce Lee ones, but mm. um, now I might have to get some long ones. They're uh, pretty pricey. 
if I'm Are not they? mistaken. I went to their website because I was like, I want that fucking hoodie. But it was three hundred dollars <laughs> or something was ridiculous it for like real? that. Uh huh. Oh, like, nope. oh, I mean, they are pretty fucking cool. Oh, no. <laughs> I might have to buy them just so that I could wear them at mom's so I could also be <laughs> as fashion forward as everybody else. Fair. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect cosplay shoe. I mean, really, yeah. guys. How many? Okay, here's the question. How many lums do you think we're going to see now at uh. anime convention? Because hmm, I've question. seen, you know, at least like one a year, at least one at mm-hmm. one of the conventions that I've gone to. Right. But now, hmm, how many do you think we'll see? They're going to be a whole trope, a whole, a whole uh, team of them. Whole slews, right? Yeah, a whole new generation. Well, what's really cool about it, too, is like she like you could you could really like dress her up and down, you know, like you could. Uh, oh, true. You know, wear any kind of outfit, I feel like, mm. you know. How many Atarus are we going to see cosplay? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody needs to cosplay him. They are always him. <laughs> yeah. That's just the average anime yeah. fan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 all right. I think we hit all the, checked all the boxes. Yes. Yep, yep. Oh, and um, watch Girls Bravo if you also if you want an alien harem show again. Mm-hmm. It's kind of an isekai, but it's also like alien harem. Whatever. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening to this episode of the Otaku Host Club podcast. If you would like to listen to past, present, and future episodes, please head on over to our website, otakuhostclub.com. You'll find links to that, as well as to all of our social media, Instagram, Twitter, and our discord server where you can chat with us in between episodes we are also doing weekly chainsaw man episodes so if you would like to get those early you could head on over to our patreon patreon.com slash otaku host club and sign up for our platinum mad tier and get tons of extra bonus stuff early episodes when applicable and i think that's all i have to say everybody go watch or to say yatsura any any instance of this franchise Hmm. Yeah, you can find me in my beautiful dream. Dan hmm. needs a waifu, guys. <laughs> Calling all waifus. <laughs> Darling! <laughs> yeah, we'll see you in the next episode. Bye! Bye!